Hello, Monetization Nation. Today, I am joined by Shannon Graham. Shannon is a motivational speaker, coach, and author. For the last 15 years, he's helped coach visionary leaders who want to change the world by doing the impossible. His first book, The Revolution of Self, is focused on helping individuals find and fulfill their potential and purpose. His latest book, Expand, focuses on a new era of leadership. And we're excited to dive into both of these topics in today's interview. Thanks so much for joining us on the show, Shannon. Thank you for having me. Hey, can you start off by sharing with us something that you are super passionate about? Um, I guess the, the, the easiest way to say it is human potential. Oh, that's cool. I think the best way to describe it is that most people... Um, have much more potential than what they live up to on a daily basis. And so what I'm fascinated about is how to take people from this level of existence of their potential to this, um, to, you know, really what the peak of their um, capability is. So helping people achieve their greatest potential, live, live their best life. Yeah. I mean, because the truth is this, we all want things, um, some people want to make the world a better place. Some people want more money. Some people want uh, rich relationships. Some people want a better connection to God or, or to uh, spirit or to whatever you want to call it. Um, and what's required to, to not just want those things, but to actually have them is an elevated version of themselves because as Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. So if, if we exist here and we don't have what we want in this version of us, then in order to get what we want, whether that's making the world a better place or having better relationships or whatever it is, um, it requires us to engage with more of our potential. And so mm -hmm. when we do that, it's better for, for everybody. I wish all of our politicians could get together and take that quote from Einstein and, and really take that to heart, right? We've got all these problems we're dealing with as a country and a world, and it, it feels like if we ever want to solve those, we've got we've to think differently. We can't come at this the same way we've always come at this before. Yeah, that's completely true. What is the greatest home run that you have hit in your career? Uh -huh. Um, I, I would say the greatest home run is creating my career okay. uh, because a lot, I, I have, I've had a lot of home runs in my career, but I created the atmosphere and the conditions for those home runs to exist in the first place. So right. the biggest home run, it, it'd be like, it'd be like the difference between being Babe Ruth and the guy who invented baseball, right? Like Babe Ruth's legacy would never even exist if baseball had not been uh, created in the first place. So really the biggest home run was the creation of baseball. I love it. So how, t tell me more about that. How did you create your life? How did you create the environment that those home runs in your life could be hit? Well, um, I got really honest with uh, what I consider the hardest question in human existence to answer, which is, what do you want? You ask that question to most people and what they predominantly lead with is what they don't want. 
because we're very conditioned to be very aware of what we do not want. I don't want my boss to be a jerk. I don't want my spouse to ignore me. I don't want to be broke. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. We're very good. Out of shape. Yeah, that's right. Um, But it takes a a, a very deep level of self-appreciation and self-acceptance to be super honest with what you want. Um, I'd go as far as to say a lot of the biggest problems in the world are caused by people not being honest with what they want. Interesting. Um, an example of that would be uh, um, cheating in, in relationships, whether in marriages or just dating or whatever. Um, cheating almost, almost entirely typically comes from one person in the relationship desiring something and yet having some story or some fear about how that other person is going to uh, respond to that. And it's usually negative. And it's usually what I call the instant apocalypse. So it's like, I have this desire for something that I want within the relationship. Um, I have this story that they won't, if I say it, if I tell it to them, they won't receive it well. And that ultimately, the reason I call it the instant apocalypse is, is because they, they immediately go to this place of they, that other person will judge me and they will leave and I'll be mm-hmm. alone. And so rather than have the courage to tell that person whatever it is they want to tell them, they don't say it and it ends up creating resentment and they go and fulfill that desire somewhere else outside of the relationship. And all of that could be remedied uh, if they just sat down and were kind of what I like to say, beautifully honest with what they want. So the first step is being brutally honest with ourselves and figuring out what it is we really want and then designing everything else around the best way to achieve that. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, so to, to answer your question, I sat down one day and I said, okay, career wise, what do I want? How do I want to work with people? What do I want that work to look like? What type of people do I want to work with? What type of challenges do I want to work on? How much do I want to get paid? Um, All of these factors, all of these factors. And they were really just um, opportunities for me to practice that beautiful honesty of like, okay, what do I really want? What do I really want? And maybe other people are doing it and maybe it's never been done before. And maybe it feels like a stretch and maybe I might not even be clear about how to do it, but that's not the point of the exercise. The point of the exercise is just to be honest. So yeah, that's how it started. What did you decide you wanted? Well, the biggest piece of the puzzle that I decided that I wanted was um, to get, so, so historically I got paid to answer questions that I knew the answers to. And I decided one day that that was limited because the answers came from my knowledge and my experience. That's typically where answers come from. Um, But I have a desire to provide an immense amount of value in the world. Um, I have a desire to produce more more value than, than essentially anyone else on the planet. So that's a tall order to fill. And that's a lot of value. 
And my knowledge and my experience are both relatively limited. And so for the amount of value that I desire to create, if I was to try to approximate that value based on my knowledge and my experience, I would fail miserably. And so I realized there was a gap between the level of impact that I wanted to create and the vehicle that I was using to get there. And so I decided that instead of getting paid to answer questions that I already knew the answers to, that I wanted to get paid to answer questions in which those answers did not yet even exist. And that caused me to engage with a different part of myself, which was not my knowledge or my experience, it was my creativity and my imagination. Um, to bring our good friend, Mr. Einstein back into the equation, he said, imagination is more important than knowledge. And it's true. Um, if you take that idea of we can't solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them and, and imagination is more important than knowledge, well, it starts to kind of create a bit of a, 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 a trend. And so, yeah, that, that differentiation was really one of the biggest turning points for me. What's the biggest failure or mistake that you've made in your career and what'd you learn from it? Well, the biggest failure was to ignore the signs. So there were certain people, for example, in my career that I uh, worked with that in the initial conversations with those people, there were a number of red flags. Yep. And because I want to create value so much and because um, I'm so anxious to make a difference, I was willing to overlook those red flags or in, in uh, psychology, they call it painting the red flags green. Yeah. Um, and it's a big, big, big mistake. It's a big mistake because it always bites you in the end and it always costs you way more than what you get. Um, so uh, failing to, to put the brakes on when the traffic light turns red was my, uh, was certainly a, a failure. And what I learned from it was that when you experience red flags, to, to treat them as such, uh, to, to act accordingly when you experience red flags. So yeah, it's, it is amazing how many entrepreneurs have made that mistake. I would bet most successful entrepreneurs have made that mistake, particularly early on in their career, they've made that mistake and they learn from it. And I had a, a partner a little more recently who said to me, you, you can't do good business with bad people period. It doesn't matter what the terms of the deal are. doesn't matter what they're offering you. They're just, they're not going to honor it. You're going to end up in court. You're going to, yep. it, it will never make sense. Well, whereas someone that maybe isn't giving you the best deal, but they're an honest, good person, sure. they're going to go above and beyond to treat you well, regardless of what the con the contract says. Yep. 100%. Um, as I like to say, lemon trees cannot produce apples. Yeah, that's right. And, and vice versa. Um, apple trees cannot produce lemons. You cannot do good business with bad people. Can you share with us any advice or strategies or stories that you've got of people that have done credibility marketing well? I can use myself as an example. 
I have two examples. Uh, myself, and, and the way that myself is an example is because um, I believe your greatest credibility uh, is results. And so if you produce head and shoulder uh, results in the marketplace, it becomes undeniable. So in my work, for example, I have put the majority of my time into how do I get the best results for my people? Yeah. Um, I have not focused on marketing. I have not focused on advertising. I have not focused on JVs. I have not focused on getting on, you know, the news or on the radio or any of that stuff. I have focused almost a hundred percent on what is the criteria necessary to produce the absolute best results. And I've allowed those results to speak for themselves. Um, That's a great strategy. And then it grows organically because people are referring it to other people. Correct. Um, so that dovetails into my second um, example, which is Apple. Um, you're probably hosting this on some type of Apple device. Um, and if you're not, I certainly am. <laughs> uh, so Apple is funny because Apple really does not spend very much money on marketing or advertising either. They, they have in the past, um, but they did that as a way to get people to connect with their products initially. And the idea was if we, it, almost like a drug dealer, if we can get people to try it, then we'll, the rest will take care of itself. And that's actually proven itself to be true. Um, Apple is currently one of the biggest companies in the world. They're, they're currently a $2 trillion company. They are the first trillion dollar company on the planet. Um, and their products speak for themselves. They really truly don't do a lot of marketing or advertising. Their products speak for themselves. Now, they also have this cool, so they have credibility as, as like the, um, the computer company for Mavericks. You know, the, they, the, Apple has, has very intelligently positioned themselves in the marketplace as the computer company for big thinkers. Yeah. And so the big I have the here's to the crazy ones quote on my wall in vinyl letters staring right at me. I love it. Uh, which is which is funny. And, and I bet at the bottom it says Steve Jobs, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. He didn't actually write that. The marketing company that they hired to do the Think Different campaign. Remember Think Different? Yep. Einstein, Amelia Earhart, all the people, they wrote that for him. So he didn't actually write that. Um interesting little tidbit. But uh, yeah, so they've done a very good job of creating a space for them to be perceived a certain way. And then they've, they've really left that. Once they did that, then they turned their back and they went on, how do we create a product that's just really good? And then how do we create a suite of products where we can continue to monetize the same person? There's only three ways to make money in a business raise your fees, sell to more customers or sell more to existing customers. Yeah. And Apple does all three. Thank you so much, Shannon, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. Here's some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, to get what we want, we should use a higher level of thinking and work towards using more of our potential. 
Number two, we can find out what we truly want by being beautifully honest with ourselves. Then we can design our lives and our careers to achieve what we really want. Number three, we can't do good business with bad people. It's probably better to work with a good, honest person, even if the deal might not seem as good, because that person will much more likely treat us fairly. Number four, people naturally want to refer great results to other people. So if we let our great results speak for themselves, our business can grow organically. To learn more about or connect with Shannon, you can find him on LinkedIn or Facebook. Visit his website at shannongram.com or check out his books, The Revolution of Self and Expand. And you can find links to each of these in the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. You can also get a free copy of my ebook, Passion Marketing, and learn how to become a top priority of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. You can also subscribe to Monetization Nation on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, and on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in unlocking your peak potential. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.